Good evening, everybody. I'm going to wait a little bit for some people to come on. First of all, Viva Los Angelitos. Second of all, welcome, everybody. I am, of course, Fernando Mendez, coming at you with some breaking news from my hotel room in Chicago, Illinois, on my monthly work trip. And while I was sitting here trying to order some food, Michael Lorenzen has decided that he will be the newest member of the Los Angeles Angels. Now, Michael Lorenzen was a two-way player in Fullerton. Now, Michael Lorenzen is a special player because he's kind of the pioneer of being a two-way player, right? I mean, you know, he's no Shohei Otani, but then again, maybe Michael Lorenzen has the opportunity to be a serviceable two-way player. And the Angels are kind of pioneering the two-way player. So I know I'm not alone in wanting the Angels to go out and get Michael Lorenzen throughout the past three, four seasons. Because we've always thought, well, we have Shohei Otani. Michael Lorenzen has potential to be a two-way player. We've seen him hit. We've seen him play outfield. We've seen him pitch. Now, the difference, obviously, between Michael Lorenzen and Shohei Otani, though Michael Lorenzen can be a two-way player, to do what Shohei Otani did is um, impractical. I mean, I don't think it's a hot take to say that Shohei Otani you know, winning the MVP is something that a normal human is able to do. Now, some people aren't going to think that this Michael Lorenzen news is the sexiest, okay? I see a lot of people saying, well, we need to get Max Scherzer. Look, so the fact of the matter is that the Angels, after this move, now the Michael Lorenzen move is projected to be one year, uh, uh, $7 million, uh, up to $7 million. Uh, I don't know about the incentives and all that stuff just yet. That is something that will probably come out here in the next couple hours. But as of right now, one year, seven million is what we're looking at. Projected. So with that being said, guys, the Angels are now flirting with 28 to $31 million left to play with. That's, you know, according to Spot Track and once again, we have to take into account some guys, arbitration, things like that. I think we have four to five guys on an uh, arbitration. Now, the way I see it, Michael Lorenzen has potential to be a good option out of the bullpen. Um, it was reported by Jeff Fletcher that he will be considered as a starting pitcher. Um, I have no problem. With him going in his spring training with the mindset of, hey, I'm going to be a, a starting pitcher. But the problem here is that he's not reliable in terms of a starting pitcher. I mean, he hasn't started many games since 2015. Um, I haven't. So Lorenzo started 21 games in 2015 and since then has only started five games. So he's definitely going to be a bullpen guy. That's for sure. So let's talk about 2021. His 2021 was not stellar at all. And I believe he was also dealing with some injuries. Uh, 
had no war, positive or negative. One win, two losses, 5.59 ERA, 27 games, uh, 29 innings pitched. Not great, but his career, 6.1 war, 23 wins, 23 losses, 4.07 ERA. Look, guys, he has potential to go two or three innings out of the bullpen. That's the way I see this. The Angels do need a guy who can be a long reliever, and he has the ability to do that. Plus, he can swing the bat. Guys, I thought we'd be thrilled. Hey, we got another two-way player, and not even just a guy who's like, well, you know, he he can two-way play. Like, he's done it at the major league level and certainly show flashes of potential. So that alone is just a fun idea to toy with. But the fact of the matter is that we have another guy who can be in the Angels' bullpen. You know, I don't think the Angels are done here. Now, I don't think we're going to get Max Scherzer. I don't think we're going to get Marcus Stroman. Now, that's just me. Other Angels fans are going to disagree with me. Other Angels fans are going to think I'm stupid. And you know what? I hope I am wrong. But I do not feasibly see an avenue where the Angels are able to secure the Scherzers or the Strowmans unless there is going to be a very, very long contract with for Scherzer. I don't think it's very practical. Or if they're willing to take a pay cut in year one to receive a higher AAV in year two and three. Remember, next year, Justin Upton is going to be off the payroll. That's $28 million. I still believe that the Angels need to do whatever they can to dump Justin Upton. Yes, he has an no-trade clause. Yes, he has an expensive contract. But you know what? You got to tell Justin Upton, hey, bro, you're not going to play here. You're going to sit on the bench. You're not going to do much. So what we need you to do is we need you to, A, be totally okay with being on the bench because Joe Adele, Brandon Marsh have kind of robbed that spot from you because they earned it. They're younger, they're hungrier, they want it. Or B, I can trade you. I can trade you to wherever you want. You got a no trade clause? Great. You want to go back to Arizona? Do you want to, you know, go to Pittsburgh? Do you want to go to Chicago? You, uh, the uh, the Cubs, not the White Sox. The White Sox wouldn't take it. But you got to take into a team that's rebuilding, looking to sell tickets, who's got some room to play with, <clears throat> especially if a salary floor is implemented. Because then teams who are on the bottom of the totem pole have to spend a certain amount of money to hit a certain threshold. That's what NHL does to try to promote parity in the league. MLB might be looking to do that. There's a lot of talk on that uh, coming up on the CBA. And, of course, that is going to expire in, uh, what, two days here, three days? On the 1st of December, I believe. Uh, If you don't know what the collective bargaining agreement is, no problem. We can sit here and talk about it, or you can just Google it, or you can probably watch a five-minute-long YouTube video about it. So uh, check that out if you don't know what the collective bargaining agreement is. But, you know, me trying to boil it down for those of you guys who might be lost, and it's okay to be lost. Collective bargaining agreement. The owners and the players association talk about rules. They talk about what they want done, what's going to be fair, what's a fair way to distribute the money we earn, contracts, what is the minimum teams can spend, blah, 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 blah. I don't think that a salary cap is going to be implemented. Like, oh, you cannot go over... $240 million. Absolutely impossible. Now, 
The luxury tax, I could definitely see getting maybe a little bit higher because I do believe that that salary floor is something that is feasibly going to happen. And once again, a salary floor means that teams have to have a minimum payroll of insert number here. So we're looking at teams like the Rays. We're looking at teams like the Athletics. We're looking at teams that don't spend a lot of money. I would have thrown the Miami Marlins in there, but the Marlins made some moves today. Today, the Marlins turned into the Marlins dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. They went out there, and according to Derek Jeter, they're not done. But we're not here to talk about the Marlins. Why? Because they don't have fans. We're here to talk about the Angels. So what's next? The Angels like I said, are going to have just under $30 million to play with. I'm projecting about 28 to $31 million left. So what are the next feasible steps the Angels can do if they're not going to get Marcus Stroman and they're probably not going to get Max Scherzer? Luis Castillo from the Reds is going to be expensive. But you know what? I definitely think that Luis Castillo might be a guy that the Angels need to go after. Um, I'm going to look it up, but I believe in my that he's projected to make about 7.5 this year, and he has an additional year of arbitration left. Uh, yes, Big 20, I will read the comments. Uh, this is also going to go up later, uh, probably tomorrow, as our breaking news episode on Anchor. Um, and by the way, while I'm here, guys, check out our merchandise on Redbubble. Uh, at the very end, I'll show you guys the shirt I was repping today. Uh, you can check my Instagram yesterday. I was wearing the Shohei Otani MVP shirt at Universal Studios with my family. Got a couple compliments on those. Uh, but, uh, you know, Robbie Ray is another guy who I'm seeing in the comments. It's going to be very expensive. Okay, so finally loaded. Chicago internet sucks. Chicago everything sucks except their deep dish pizza. Why do people visit this place? I have no idea. I come here every single month and this place... Is horrible, but not as bad as New Jersey, which I also go to every month. Mike Trout, what the hell are you doing, bro? Mike Trout, like, loves New Jersey. No disrespect to him, but Mike, if you're watching this, I need some food recommendations, brother. I'm so sick and tired of those mom-and-pop diners. They're trash. All right, so Luis Castillo, $7.5 million is what he was projected to do. I don't know why I remembered that, but I looked it up a couple days ago. That's just projected. Keep in mind, 2023, he has his final year of arbitration. And in 2024, he is going to be an unrestricted free agent. So Luis Castillo is definitely a possibility. Now, I would not be opposed to trading Jordan Adams, Jeremiah Jackson, and then maybe a lower tier prospect. People are going to be like, well, those are two of our top prospects right there, bro. What are we doing? The Angels have a two- or three-year window here. It's closing very quickly. We love Mike Trout. I love Mike Trout. But Mike Trout can't be Mike Trout forever. Oh, oh, Scherzer is expected to head to the New York Mets, according to Ken Rosenthal. It says that uh, there's growing speculation that he's going to the Mets. So that report is not official yet. But Ken Rosenthal did report that currently everything is looking like Max Scherzer is going to be a member of the Mets. Hey, I'm just saying, other pages think they make hot takes. 
I said on last week's episode that the Mets were going to be good. Todd was like, what are you talking about? They got Billy Epler. And I'm like, well, Billy Epler is not going to have Artie Moreno anymore. So if Max Scherzer does go to the Mets, <clears throat> might look like the Mets are going to be a powerhouse. But, hey, it's the Mets. You never know. And we can't talk that much trash because we're the Angels. The Angels are kind of like the West Coast Mets. But uh, maybe if they have a good season, we'll have a good season. All right. Uh, let me read some of these comments before uh, I talk a little bit more here. Uh, scroll up about here. Uh, Danny V909, we need an ace. Omar, I would love Stroh. Show, GG Angels. Hi, Chris. Okay, talking to Chris. Uh, F Gonzalez, uh, Kershaw. F underscore Gonzalez 27. You know what? Let's see what Clayton Kershaw is projected to make. Uh, I'm going to venture to say that he's going to end up going to the Rangers, and the Rangers have been making some moves. Um, well, this loads. Let's see. Rysel is a must. Now, with Michael Lorenzen being signed, I mean, $7 million is an awful lot of money to give a potential bullpen on. I I just don't exactly know what they have in mind here. I, I just... I, I don't want to think that he's a starter because he hasn't started much since 2015. But the thing with Michael Lorenzen is $7 million eats away at a decent chunk of what could have gone to Rysel Iglesias. Now, if the Angels can get uh, Luis Castillo, um, they can, let's just say, hypothetically, they could really talk to Upton and convince him to go to a team like the Cubs. I would take a long look at Kyle Hendricks. I know a lot of people aren't fond of Kyle Hendricks because he had a down year last year. But overall, he's had a pretty good career. So that might be something to take a look at. I'm getting a phone call at my hotel. My DoorDash's order is probably here. But um, let's see. Clayton Kershaw's next contract is expected to be Three years, $93 million. So we are projecting roughly 30 a year. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I honestly don't think he's worth that. Uh, I mean, he's, what, 33 now? Um, Clayton Kershaw is one of the best pitchers any of us have ever seen in our lifetimes, right? I mean, the guy was a Dodger. I get it. But... He was fun to watch. He was a great pitcher. I'm an Angels fan. I'm as diehard as it comes. Guys, I had season tickets living in San Diego for five years. I drove up over 50 times for five years in a row. I love the Angels so much I got a job locally so I can move to Orange County. But I'm a baseball fan. I love watching Clayton Kershaw pitch. You know what I like? You know, Kershaw as a regular season pitcher? Sure, but he's not worth $30 million anymore. If we're talking about Kershaw at $15 million, perhaps. But, I mean, you know, he's not going to sign for $15 million. I'm just saying what I feel comfortable with. If we're talking two or three years at $30 million, maybe. But he's not going to go for that. Honestly, Kershaw has just been too injured for me. I wouldn't be comfortable with that. We already took a gamble on Noah Syndergaard. We know what we have in Noah Syndergaard. A potential Cy Young candidate. And I'm not talking about a potential Cy Young candidate like, oh, Matt Harvey, 
Well, we signed him to an Angels contract for $10 million, and he was good once upon a time, you know, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. No, we're talking about Noah Syndergaard, who was pretty good recently. Noah Syndergaard has only had two seasons in his career that he hasn't pitched 150 innings. We're talking about a guy who has proven that he can walk the walk. He's not just talking. So, you know, my feeling on the Michael Lorenzen signing is a little split, admittedly, right now. and It's a little bit of a head-scratcher. I like Michael Lorenzen. I like him as a person. I like him as a player. Every year on MLB The Show, I get him because he's capable of going two or three innings. Uh, and I don't hate the contract. $7 million isn't horrible. Is this the move we want Maybe not. Not in the sense of this is a punch our World Series ticket. But you know what? It's the loops. The you know the picture we just signed was Aaron Loop. I know for sure his last name is Loop. It's the Michael Lorenzens. <clears throat> These are the guys that get you to the promised land. Guys, it typically isn't the Rendones. It's typically not the Trouts. Those guys help you get there. But it's the little signings that turn out to flip in your favor that really make a difference. And you know what? Now that we've had some time to see some of these other deals, I think Perry's a genius for signing Noah Syndergaard when he did. Guys, we signed Syndergaard to a one-year deal worth $21 million. Highest paid angel of all time as far as a pitcher per year. Yeah, I get it. But... Justin Verlander, who's older, signed at the age of, what, 38 for $25 million. You mean to tell me that you would have rather had Justin Verlander, who's coming off of Tommy John surgery as well, for 25 over a Noah Syndergaard at 21? John Gray, four years, $56 million. I wanted to take a flyer on John Gray. I think John Gray was a younger Alex Cobb, if that makes sense. You know, John Gray's a guy who probably just needed a scenery change. That's what happened. Alex Cobb came over and did well. So John Gray, who uh, signed with Texas, is a little bit of a blow, admittedly. <clears throat> but uh, that's, you know, it's not the worst move ever. Now, Kevin Gossman to the Blue Jays is another move. Now, the Angels fans really wanted Gossman. A lot of people were pulling for him. But five years, $110 million is a little unrealistic for a guy who's had... One good year. I mean, Kevin Gossman hasn't exactly made an entire career out of being a dominant pitcher. I mean, if I remember correctly, he wasn't that great with the Orioles. Uh, let's see here. So, Orioles. From, so, I'm going to say his ERA from 2013 up. Okay, so follow me along here. So, from 2013, 5.66, 3.57. 4.25, 3.61, we're up to 2016. In 2017, 4.68, 4.43, 2.87. Okay, now we're creeping into the Braves days. So the uh, 2.87 was with the Braves, uh, but, uh, but that was in 10 games. 2019 with the Braves, 16 games. 6.19 with the Reds in 2019, 15 games. 4.03. 2020 with the Giants. This was his first year with them. 12 games, 3.62. 15 games, 
final year with the Giants, which was obviously last year, 33 games, 2.81. I get it. 2.81 ERA is sexy. We all want a guy with a 2.81 ERA, but Shohei Otani wasn't that far off. You wiped the slate clean of that Yankee start. He's under the threes now. He's into the twos. So, you know, I, I'm not crazy about that Gossman deal. I definitely think the Blue Jays overpaid. But you know what, guys? Let them make the mistake. The deal that really was a blow to me was Eduardo Escobar. I really wanted him as our shortstop. He was going to be cheap. He's, uh, he was for the Brewers. With the Brewers, he had 28 homers. That's the guy I wanted. As of right now, I'm still hoping for Chris Taylor. He's going to be cheaper than the other shortstop options. And uh, he's going to help us out. He can play multiple positions. I'm projecting a multi-year deal at about 10 to 12 per year. I know he didn't take his qualifying offer, but that just means he wanted a multi-year contract. You get Chris Taylor for about 10 to 12 a year, you still have a little bit of money for Rysel, and then you still have a little bit of money to fix the bullpen. So, I mean, with Loop in there, uh, I'm sure Austin Warren's a lock in there. Potentially Michael Lorenzen's in there. Um you know, I mean, that's three spots right there. Rysel Iglesias would be great. If you can get Rysel Iglesias, well, boom, there's your eight, uh, your ninth inning guy. Obviously, Loop is your eighth inning guy. Your seventh inning guy is most likely, at the moment, Austin Warren. But uh, time will tell, guys. Stay patient. Perry's working. I, I'm going to give Perry the benefit of the doubt because, you know what? He's at least signed three pitchers so far. One of them? was the best lefty reliever on the market. The other one was Noah Syndergaard, who at the current moment, in my opinion, is still the best move made so far in free agency by any team. Guys, why do you think the Mets fans were so salty? Why do the East Coast fans are, oh my God, the Angels suck. Why would you go there? Because he's a good pitcher. They've been watching him pitch for years. Guys, look up Noah Syndergaard's stats. Uh, now I'm just going on a tangent. Uh, let me see. Uh, Avisa Garcia with the Marlins today. A uh, couple more minutes here. I'm going to be wrapping up. Marcus Simeon going to the Texas Rangers is the biggest blow of the day so far. Now, the day's not over. I could very easily be doing another breaking news segment. Seven years, $175 million. Way too much uh, in terms of years. Uh, it's projected that the Rangers' seventh year is what tipped Simeon over to wanting to be a Ranger. That's what everyone's saying. It's not even the money. It was the extra year. So I think it's a little bit of an overpay, uh, especially with that seventh year. It's a little, excuse me, that's a little too much for the bud, if you know what I mean. Check out this merch right here. Wore this today on the airplane. Ooh, look at that. Got a couple compliments when I was flying to Detroit uh, and then in my connection flight to Chicago because they're stupid and wanted me to go from LAX to Detroit to Chicago. So, yeah, honestly, the hottest merch in the game. Uh, I think it's still on sale using code CYBER5 through tomorrow. 25% off all T-shirts on our marketplace, guys. You know what that means? That means that you can get one of our classic t-shirts, which are super soft, for less than $13 right now. Shower curtains 
are 60% off in case that's something you ever wanted to do. Uh, almost everything right now is on sale at redbubble.com. Just a friendly reminder, all of the money goes straight to charity. Somebody was generous enough to give us $150 uh, just because. We just got a random donation for $150. Uh, we are so grateful for that. Uh, we're trying to figure out what charitable causes we're going to do. <clears throat> right now, it's between a potential uh, animal shelter uh, donation in December or uh, possible Dodgers could lose both Scherzer and Corey Seager. Rangers remain in the mix for Seager. That's uh, according to Ken Rosenthal, and that was just tweeted right now. So Corey Seager could be going. Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager in the same lineup. As Rangers, oh, man, it's over. Especially because I might be moving to Texas. That'd be even worse. That's my only chance of watching baseball, and I got to watch these guys fight for a playoff spot. No, Perry is going to get us to the playoffs this year. Well, guys, that's enough out of me. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great night, everybody. I'm sure we'll see you guys again. Make sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit. You guys are obviously here on Instagram. Thank you guys so much. Viva los angelitos y prendalo. Have a great night, everybody. And we hope to see you guys soon with some breaking news.